Welcome to the Zen Crypto Show, where we explain cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology in simple terms, so you can feel comfortable interacting with crypto and investing in these exciting new digital assets. I'm your host, Sebastian Couture. Fifty years ago, the world's first video game console was released, and it created an industry which is now worth over $100 billion. Over the last five decades, the video game industry has gone through several important phases, and each has created new exciting experiences for gamers. Today, there's a new generation of games which is once again promising to change the industry for decades to come. In this episode, we discuss Play to Earn. It's a new game design space which shifts value into the hands of users, even enabling some gamers to make a living from playing games. In this episode, we break down Play to Earn, or PTE, in three parts. First, we look at what it is and where it fits in the world of crypto. Second, we look at some popular Play to Earn game examples. And finally, we'll look at some of the trends in the industry and things you should look out for when discovering the world of PTE for the first time. Let's get started. Until now, there have been two dominant business models in gaming. The first, and the one most people my age are familiar with, is pay to play. A game comes out, and you download the game on your console or PC, or back in the day, you'd step into a game store and buy the cartridge or the CD. It's pretty straightforward. You want the game, you pay for it. The second, which gained popularity with the mobile gaming revolution, is free-to-play. The game is free, but you can pay for access to features which would otherwise take a long time playing to acquire. A simple example is a racing game where you start with a slow car and can work your way up to getting a better car, or you can pay a few bucks and get the faster car right away. In these models, game publishers control the game's economics and make most of the profits. With the growth of the internet, a new model emerged called online multiplayer games, and they grew in popularity since the early 2000s. These are virtual worlds with millions of players and even flourishing economies. You might be familiar with one of these games. It's called World of Warcraft. It's a popular online multiplayer game which has been around since 2004. World of Warcraft's economy, which is made up of virtual money, player characters, and items like weapons and tools, is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. All of that value is locked inside the game's economy. And players, well, they would love to be able to benefit from the value they create by investing time playing the game. So for example, a World of Warcraft player who invested hundreds of hours of their valuable time collecting enormous amounts of items and leveling up their players, well, they may want to sell those items and characters to other players in the game and make money from their work. Well, because game publishers stand to make a profit from controlling these economies, they're often reluctant to let users sell their items, and if they do, they'll charge a hefty commission. 
It's also worth noting that with mobile games, transferring ownership of in-game assets to other players outside the game is nearly impossible, and platforms like Apple and Google always make a commission on sales. So if you've been paying any attention to the dominant topics in this podcast series, you probably already know where this is going. We're going to see how with crypto, we can transform closed economies into open ones. And this is what PTE is all about, placing the gamer at the center of the game's economy. In play-to-earn games, the in-game currencies and items collected while playing the game exist on a blockchain as cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Players hold these assets in their wallet instead of in the walled-off, closed economies of the old gaming world. And because these crypto assets belong to the players, well, they're free to do with these assets as they wish, even trade or sell them on specialized marketplaces. If we take the previous example of the race car game, a player can now choose to sell this item for real money to other players who wish to buy it. By contributing time and skill, players earn in-game assets they truly own and are able to sell in digital economies. So with regular games, players have little to no financial incentive or reason to play their game other than just the pure enjoyment of playing. Only professional esport gamers with massive followings and sponsors can make money from playing games. In play-to-earn games, anyone can play the game professionally and even make money selling items they acquire. Let's look at one example of such games which is immensely popular, Axie Infinity. This is a Pokemon-style game where cute little monsters have battles with each other. Players collect these cartoon monsters called Axies, which are represented by unique NFTs on a blockchain. Each Axie has its own unique strengths and weaknesses, which makes ones with better attributes more valuable in the game's economy. When players battle their Axies, they earn an in-game currency which gets sent to their crypto wallet. And it's totally possible to trade that currency for other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ether, or sell it for US dollars or Euros. And the unique NFTs players earn representing characters and items in the game, well, they can sell those on specialized marketplaces. And players can even lend their characters to other players and earn a commission on its earnings. Players can also earn specialized tokens which allow them to vote on issues regarding the game and its development roadmap. So players are able to participate in the game's governance and evolution. There are other very popular play-to-earn games, and here are a few examples. SoRare is a fantasy football game where users collect football cards and earn money from constructing successful teams. Avigachi is an experimental game built on top of a decentralized finance platform where in-game actions represent real financial transactions on a blockchain. The Sandbox is a virtual world where players can build, own, and monetize their gaming experiences. And popular NFT avatars like Board Ape Yacht Club will probably release their game in the future. (music) 
Play to earn games are bringing together cryptocurrencies, NFTs, decentralized finance, and community governance. Some people have decided to leave their 9 to 5 jobs to play these games professionally. And some players have even become millionaires. But what about the game developers in all this? The people who are actually designing and writing the software for the game? Their business model is generally based on commissions from transactions. So for example, a game developer can make a few percentage points every time a player sells an item or character on the open market. And because some play-to-earn game economies are so massive, game developers and publishers can make millions even when players themselves are earning most of the value generated in the game. Play-to-earn games are part of a larger technology trend you may have heard of called the metaverse. It's the idea that virtual worlds exist where users are represented by avatars and come together just to hang out, to work, or play games. Virtual spaces also have economies, and crypto is certainly one of the technologies which can be a foundation for open virtual economies in the metaverse. Like any application in crypto, play-to-earn games also carry risks. Of course, you should never share your password with anyone since this could allow hackers to steal your characters or in-game currencies. And also keep in mind that as with any market-based economy, there are always winners and losers. Play-to-earn games should not be seen as a way to get rich quick, and it's unlikely you'll become a millionaire by playing these games. Those who have spent a lot of time playing, building up their characters, have also spent a lot of money, and there's also some amount of luck involved. Even though Play to Earn is still in its infancy, it certainly paints a picture of what the future of gaming could look like. One where users are in control of their assets, are incentivized to play, and get to make decisions about the future of the communities in which they're invested. It's easy to see a future where the gaming economy is turned on its head and where much of the value accrues back to players, who can use their governance power to decide how the game evolves and even invest their winnings back into the game, paying developers to build new features and levels for other like-minded users and players like themselves. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Crypto Show, which is produced by Zengo, where you can buy, sell, trade, and earn cryptocurrencies with mind-bending simplicity and safety. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and let us know what you learned by leaving a review. And if you'd like to suggest a topic for future episodes, email podcast at zengo.com. Until next time, stay zen.